The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Scottsdale, Arizona, and we welcome you. We're so delighted that you could be with us today because we have something really special for you today. Before we get there, though, take a look at the Self-Improvement blog. Most of you have heard this, but if you don't know about the blog, it's the Self-Improvement blog, all one word, dot com. You're going to find an article there written by today's guest. You'll find his picture and his bio and actually all kinds of stuff on that blog. Too fierce to mention. There's just a lot of stuff on that blog. It's beginning to get a little out of hand. I'm going to have to tame it one of these days. (laughs) But, you know, we'll get back there. One of my favorite poets, the Sufi, Sufi poet Rumi, said, the soul is here for its own joy. And we as human beings are always searching for that joy, for happiness, joy, bliss, whatever you want to call it. Our hearts long for it. And we look for happiness in strange and often unfulfilling places. Now, if we can't find it in our everyday life, we're going to go hunting for it. When we find something that works for us, we'll go back for more and maybe more. And our need and our temporary feeling that we get when we find satisfaction could possibly lead us to an addiction because we want more and more of whatever it is that makes us feel better. We'll define addiction today simply as a strong and harmful need to regularly have something such as a drug or alcohol, cigarettes, food, whatever, or do something like gamble, shop, play computer games, gossip. All of those can be some form of addiction When we find a fix that while giving us a high also destroys our inhibitions, our judgment, our health, we're in big trouble. you, You know that. I don't have to tell you that. You can't feel good without it and with it 
you're facing certain self-destruction. It's a real catch-22. It's a situation you just don't want to find yourself in. And today we're going to talk about addiction, specifically addiction to crack cocaine, uh, something we hear a lot about. Crack addiction is rapid and severe, and over 6 million Americans between the ages of 12 and old say they've tried it at least once in their lifetime. Fortunately, that's a number that say they've just tried it, not who are addicted to it, but since the addiction is so fast, it's a dangerous drug to mess around with. It messes up your brain, your body, your lifestyle, and its cost is extremely high financially, emotionally, physically, and socially. And we're going to talk about that now. Our guest, Pete Giannini, is a drummer for the fast-growing rock band Chaser 8. Take a look at that. Go to YouTube. You can see some videos. Um, you can find all kinds of things about them, uh, and their website is, is chaser8.com. A few years back, he was struggling with a serious addiction to crack cocaine, but through the love and support of his bandmates and family, he was able to overcome it. He's one that... That made it through. He's now living clean and sober while creatively contributing to Chaser 8's new music and live shows. About his recovery, he says, The people involved in my sobriety are the ones that truly saved me. Friends, family, doctors, co-workers, and bandmates. They all played a part, whether they know it or not. And a lot of times people help us and they don't even have a clue how much they meant to us and what they did for us. Pete is is my new hero, truly, at being courageous enough to share his story openly with us. And I am honored to welcome to the Self-Improvement Show, Pete Giannini. Welcome, Pete. Thank you, Irene. Very, very nice to be here. Uh, I am absolutely delighted. Uh, Pete wrote an article for us some time ago, and it was so good. I said, oh, he's got to be on the radio show, so here we are. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Pete. Who is Pete Giannini? Uh, well, uh, not to go back too far, but I uh, originally was born and raised just in a, just a little outside of Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, moved down to Connecticut maybe 15, 16 years ago with my wife and two boys. And uh, moved down originally for a job, a transfer, and who, after a few years of being down here, you know, met some people, met other musicians. I always played the drums since um, I think an age five or six years old. I've been wow. Playing. Yeah, yeah. I, I played for quite a. I did stop for probably uh, five, six years when I had uh, first met my wife back in Massachusetts. We had an apartment can't have a drum set in the apartment. Neighbors aren't going to like that too much. So I ended up actually selling my kit and we started the whole family. And, you know, it was a few years before I bought another one. Uh, but, you know, I eventually, I actually bought it for my youngest son who said he wanted to be in school band. So I, I bought I him, <laughs> instead of buying just a snare, which was all he really needed, I bought him an entire drum set. Oh, that's I knew, cool. Well, I, I knew I'd be playing along, so. So tell, you know, us about, kind of, tell us about the band you're with. Tell us about Chaser 8. Um, uh, who's in it? What kind of music do you play? You know, well, all of it that. Is a, it's a 
female-fronted uh, original rock band. Oh, um, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you, uh, don't sound, <laughs> you don't sound very female. Oh, no, no, it's female-fronted. I'm, not, I'm uh, definitely okay. not front. I, I had have to. drums. I'm, I'm in the back of the group. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, we have uh, uh, Audra, who is our lead singer and uh, plays guitar also. Pat, who is the lead guitar. Uh, one of my best friends, Aaron, who is guitar and keyboards, and Billy, who plays bass, and we have been, I've been with them for about a little over two years now, um, and it's just growing, and it is, it's really taken off. I mean, in the past year, I would, you know, since I, even since we've had our manager, but in the past year, it's just been constantly going up, playing bigger and better venues, really producing a lot of music. Um, and just released an album a while back, already working on another one. I mean, it's really grown. It's growing quick. Um, it, it can almost even get a little stressful sometimes, you know, but <laughs> we have we have a great, I mean, it's a great crew of people you know, I mean, the stress is only because of all the creative differences and, you know, everyone is working towards the same goal. I mean, I've played with other musicians who are just so scattered and not focused and, you know, just assume, you know, play local bars for the rest of their life or even play just in the basement and jam. And this group I am with, Chaser 8, is driven, driven hard. They work hard. You know, we're all putting in our effort. I mean, I do have to give props to our manager and our lead singer because they do an absolutely phenomenal job. And they do, a, most of the work really comes from them. I mean, they do, you know, bust their butts getting as much done for us as possible. And I, I've never seen anything like this with, with those two. You know, but the the entire band, like I said, is just so focused and driven in the music we put out. I mean, I I really enjoy it. I truly enjoy putting out this music. Uh, it's fun. It's creative. I get to create. We all do. We all do our own parts. You know, and it, it's it's really it's a very I enjoy it a lot. I really do. And we're going to get to hear some of your music. Um, we have a, a song that was made available to me called Never Enough, which I think is so, so interesting for a title because that's a problem that many, many people who are working in self-improvement areas have to deal with. I'm never good enough. I'm never enough. Whatever I do is never enough. Um, it, it, it's a perfect song for, for this show and for the blog. Yes, so, yes, you know, I, I was really surprised when I heard it. And I think that we'll end this segment by going to that song. I, I want to ask the listeners especially to listen to the drum because it's really very good. Um, and that's Pete. That's our today's guest. 
So we're going to go to the song, and the song will fade out to the break, and then we'll be back with more. So stay tuned. Enjoy the music. We'll be right back. First you call and you say that you are in. Then you say that you know our love is true. Tell me that you're coming right over, but you never do, never do. your better business achieve that goal make good on that resolution the voice america empowerment channel it's your world motivate change succeed have you friended us on facebook yet why not just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for the keywords voice america once you are part of our facebook network you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings of the voice america talk radio network And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. The challenges facing our teens today mean that more than ever, we need to be there to support them and encourage them. The Dr. Stem Show is here to provide discussions about topics that will help promote healthy relationships, self-image, and success for teens, parents, and the community. Our young people can achieve more in life than they ever dreamed possible. The Dr. Stem Show, hosted by Dr. Stem Malatini, will foster these discussions and encourage your participation. Listen every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, and 9 p.m. GMT on Voice America Empowerment. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. 
Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Pete Giannini. I hope you enjoyed that song, Never Enough. I hope you were able to hear those words because all of you know how it feels to to be not enough, not good enough in what you do or who you are, and you know never to make anybody else feel that way. I, I, I just, I love that song. I'm so glad they chose it for us today. You can go to YouTube and find more. You can go to their website, which is Chaser 8, and um, you, can, you can get the album there. Pete, where can they go to, to buy your music? Uh, I'm pretty sure we're on iTunes, and you know, honestly, a lot of the <laughs> you just about any place people go to buy music. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure, you know. I mean, I think the best bet is check the website, and I'm sure because once again, I'm just the drummer. You're just the drummer. <laughs> just a lot, the a lot drummer. Of the logistics, a lot of the logistics and the the, the sales and all that kind. Of, I don't really handle. It's it. okay, <laughs> Pete. We'll just send them to the website. Go to That's Chaser awesome. Eight. Dot yep. com and it's just like it says chaser eight all of you know how to spell chaser i hope you all know how to spell eight go there <laughs> dot com <laughs> yeah. Pete, what what was it like for you before you got on crack we got you up to the point that you were married you were living in an apartment what kind of work did you do um and what was your life like then uh, you know, it was actually really, really good. Um, I had, I don't want to say it was good and then tell you I got laid off, but that's kind of how it was. I mean, the, things were going good. Uh, I had a job of 13 years, like I said, that I transferred from Massachusetts down to Connecticut. And, you know, it's a big corporate job, did layoffs. I was one of them. Not a big deal. I took my 401k money and I opened up a small body shop because it was the trade I was in. I knew what I was doing and, you know, it was small enough that it was really just me doing everything. Uh, on occasion, I'd bring somebody in to help out or something like that. But I had a small shop. Um, the first two to three years, everything was, I mean, it was fantastic. I, we had just recently bought a house. So we had the house, cars, the kids were happy. The wife was happy. I had the shop. Money was coming in. I was never, there was never a concern about, you know, getting behind on bills or, oh, we have to figure this out and juggle money. It, the, everything was going fantastic. And, but I, I, you and know, so this, this, then this question comes up. You had almost what we, most people would consider the perfect life. Yeah. So then what led you to do the dance with crack cocaine? How did you get introduced to it? What happened? Well, uh, amongst my perfect life, I mean, I, I don't want to say I, well, yeah, I can't say it. I occasionally did do the extracurricular activities. That, okay, you know, that, and, and yeah, a lot of people do. Yeah, you know, and, and a lot of people do it, and, you know, unfortunately, it was it was once in a while, and, you know, whether it was smoking a little grass or, you know, calling somebody, you know, your guy, um, and getting a little bit of cocaine, that's usually what it was. It, it, you know, it is a problem, even though it was only once in a while, but it wasn't 
ruining my life at the time. And it just took the one time that I had called my guy for something and he said, oh, I have the other stuff. I knew exactly what he meant. I knew what he was talking about. And I think the first time he told me about it, I was not even interested. Um, and then I, I, I don't know. There was nothing that triggered it, nothing that said, oh, my life's ruined. I'm going to go do drugs. It just wasn't yeah. like that. No, it, I don't think it, anybody really sets out to do that. But no, when he no, says, hey, I, mean, I got this stuff, well, hey, why, why not? I, it would know, be a, a normal reaction. I honestly thought, and, and it's unfortunate because years ago, um, when I was about 17, I had danced with that same devil, and it ended me up in a lot of trouble, prison, and it just, it was bad, and that was long before I even met my wife or anything, and I don't know what would possess me when I talked to my guy, and he said, oh, I have some stuff for you. For me to even think I should do that, I don't know what made me think that, but unfortunately, I just said, you know, I thought I, I, I thought to myself, you know what, I, I can do. I'm older now; this won't be a problem. Yeah, I can Start handle that. That's yeah, what, that, what that, you would yeah, generally exactly. think. I can handle that. Yeah, yeah. It's Only kids get off the deep end with it. You would think. <laughs> you would yeah, think. Yeah. Uh, that deep so, end is deep. <laughs> so did you spiral down fairly quickly? Did it take a period of time? How long was it before somebody, whether it was you or not, before somebody knew you were in trouble? Uh, I think it was probably, I would have to say it was probably a few months before anyone really knew I was in trouble with it or had any kind of... Uh, noticeable change in myself, you know, for someone to actually look at me and say, wow, you're not looking so good. Did you was, know, were you aware that you were uh, using too much, that, that you may not, be on the brink of, you know? I think it took me even longer to know and admit that uh, this is a problem now. This is becoming a very big issue, and... You know, it went on for like a solid year and a half. And it went from maybe a couple of hundred dollars a week. And by the time I was done at the end of the year and a half, it was up to two, possibly 3000 a week. Wow. And probably was, at that point, you weren't doing a real good job at the job. No, no. I, I was... I, I was, I've turned my business now into, it was solely a way for me to get money to buy that. No bills. I wasn't paying rent there. I stopped paying my mortgage at home. It, it just, it spiraled down. Within a year and a half time, it was all over. There was no way of fixing it. There was... There was no one going to let me fix it. How, how you, you can't explain that to a bank for your mortgage. No, you can't. They, oh, they excuse me, it. bank, you have to wait yeah. <laughs> because I have, I have a need. Yeah, they, they just, and, you know, I'm trying to convince my customers, 
you know, oh, if you pay me cash, I won't, you know, I won't charge a tax. I can give you a couple of hundred bucks off the deal. Any way to get the cash because my guy's not going to take a check. No, or a credit card. Yeah, and it, it's it's amazing that you're you're so focused on any way possible to get it. Did you ever in this time admit to yourself that you were in trouble? Did you even recognize that your life was spiraling out of control? I I think it took me, uh, you know, it went on for a year and a half, but I think at probably the six-month mark, I I knew that it, it wasn't going to end well. But but at that point, did you care? I mean, I, I I can imagine that yes, at some level you cared, but was it as important as as getting the drug? You know, I I, I think when I was when I was home and with my wife, with my kids, I that's where I wanted to be. I definitely did not want to do what I was doing. But knowing that I could do what I was doing, even though I was pushing my family away, I was I was ruining everything around me. I I, I you know, it, it's hard to say what possesses you to do that. I mean, I know there is you know, there's the mental addiction, the physical addiction, you know, and not not like heroin where when you don't get heroin, you get physically sick. You're throwing up your fever and sweats, and you don't get that way. But the, the mental breakdown and you, your, your whole, and one thing I learned from the counseling that I had to go to, your brain chemistry changes yeah. from, doing, from doing those drugs. So, no, it's, I mean, go ahead. You know, I mean, everything about, you know, I, I it, it was if I could have found a way to split the two lives, and believe me, I think I was trying to do that. I was, you know, you're almost trying to keep the wife and kids happy and pay the bills, but yet still manage to just do as much drugs as you possibly can. And so it's really a juggling act, isn't it? It, it is. It is. And and you had to keep as much of it secret as possible, I would assume. I mean, I, was I, your wife aware of some, you know all that you were doing? She, I, you know, I would think that she would be coming unglued if she had a clue. Yeah, she uh, she was aware of it pretty soon. You know, maybe maybe I kept it under wraps for a few months, but after that, she saw it. Um, and I, I, you know, I really just, I definitely, without a doubt, crossed the line with her several times. Um, and just a look, you know, it didn't even take words. It really, she didn't even have to speak, just the look I would get. And it's not that just the evil eye look, like when you say something stupid to your wife. It was No, it's group. pain, isn't it? You it, you saw it, pain in her face. Pain, suffering, disgust, disappointment, and and to to see that it, it really is devastating because it's not like you know I you know I broke the coffee pot 
we're way beyond little things yeah. like that. I mean, that, that's nothing compared, you know, that, to look and to see the heartbreak is just, it, it kills you. And at the same time, I mean, that not specifically at that same time, but at the same time, you're trying to still think of, when the next time I'm going to get high, how am I going to get the money for that? And I owe my guy money. And, you know, it's it's a ridiculous juggling game that, I mean, all, you, all you're doing is destroying everything around you. Yep. Everybody and, at this point is in just tremendous pain. We're not going to leave you there, though. We're going to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to, as Paul Harvey would say, hear the rest of the story because we'll bring him out of this. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Pete Giannini, saying, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and we'll discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Is there a real magic formula for success or is it something more? Does the divine nature within, when activated, become a powerful unified force that catapults an individual to greatness? Join visionary host Sharon Rose Washington, author, empowerment life coach, and energy healer to explore the answer to the big question of why we are here. She'll have amazing luminary guests ranging from business thought leaders to top celebrities. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What if you were willing to be controversial, choosing kindness instead of judgment, willing to stand out from the crowd, being a leader in creating a new reality, even if others don't follow? You can make a difference. Start by tuning in to The Value of Controversy. Each week, our hosts will bring you the tools to help create the world that you want to live in and explore what's possible when you choose from the controversy of consciousness. Listen for The Value of Controversy every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. 
Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. My guest today is Pete Giannini. We're talking about addiction specifically to crack cocaine, which is a, a big one, a bad one. Um, we have Pete just about at rock bottom. Uh, how did you know you were at rock bottom or did you? Did, did you have somebody who sort of scooped you up and said, we're going to get you help? Or how did you, how did, how did you hit and how did you start coming back? Let me, um, the whole hitting rock bottom thing, and I actually had to, uh, kind of run this by the wife because it involved her in a really big way. You you don't have to reveal details that you don't want to reveal, Pete. It's okay. You know, I just, uh, I talked to her and her issue with me talking about it was she didn't want to put me in a bad light. She didn't want to make me look bad. I thought it was something to do with her. She said, no, I don't want you to look that like that bad of a person. And I told her, I said, look, oh, Pete. I, think, I think people need to know how bad it can get. They like do. What you can do. I mean, it was nothing, you know, there was no violent crime or anything like that. It wasn't, you know, nothing like that. But it was something that I don't think any husband would ever even consider doing. It just, it, it's not something you would do. And, you know, a lot of people don't know, including most of my friends and bandmates, but um, the the absolute rock bottom was that my wife was in for surgery and I was nowhere to be found because I was too busy getting high. And, uh, wow. Yeah, I, I was receiving phone calls from both my boys who were at the hospital with my wife. How old are your boys at this point? Five years ago, so let's say uh, 17 and 23. It's a wonder they didn't punch you out. I I was receiving some of the worst voicemails ever from, I mean, they, they were at the point, don't come around, we don't want to see you, I can't believe you did this to my, I mean, it was absolutely devastating. and I, you know, the only reason I'm even saying this is because I, I really hope that if someone hears it and it, it just strikes them to say, wow, I mean, this is how bad this can get. And it can get this way with anything. You know, yes, it can. Doing, and it does. Heroin, crystal, it doesn't matter. You know, it can get this bad. and it's, Alcohol what, is another one. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and I never thought I, I mean, I've always been my wife's husband and by her side, no matter what. And, you know, that, that was it. As soon as, when that day was done and I had to come crawling back into the house with my head down, so ashamed and just devastated, uh, it was that day forward. And how did you start, who helped you come out? What kind of help did you reach for? You know, this is, this is critically important. When, when, you're, when you're in this state, it's really hard to ask for help. Where do you go? Where can people find help that really helps? Because obviously I, I had, you found some. 
you know, if you, I mean, you can go online and find, I went to a place, uh, in a, in a couple towns away from where I live called Catholic Charities. And it's all, you know, they're all counselors. It's groups. And I don't want to say it's like AA or NA, but it's kind of all based on the same. Right. Thing. Yeah. My, my, you know, I guess I'm saying there's people who say they help you and then there's people who help you. Yes. Yes. You know, and, and my first, um, my first sessions were all group sessions, and I was I was pretty uncomfortable with that because I, I'm trying not to get high anymore, and I'm sitting next to someone who clearly is high right then and there, but he's in group because the court made him go or whatever the case is, and I specifically asked the the counselor, I would like to have one on one sessions, not in this group. I'm, this is not going to work for me. And immediately I got into one-on-one counseling. Good for um, you. Yeah. And, and then that made a huge difference. Uh, that did. Um, I always had, and surprisingly, I mean, my wife clearly is an angel because she stuck around. She stuck around for all this. You are and, one lucky man. You are not kidding because and I don't. She know must many be women. one great woman. Yes, yes, she is absolutely, and she stuck around. She helped me. I mean, she did everything she could. Now she's not a cult or anything, but she knew what she needed to do to keep me from doing what I was doing. And first step was no more money for me. I'm done. I had to close the shop. We had to leave the house. I mean, everything was over. I had to start all over, get a regular job. So guess where that paycheck's going? Not a dime in my hand. And she knew better. She knew that's what she needed to do. You know? And and I didn't have a problem with it. I mean, at first, you know, you're like, oh, you know, I'm 40 years old. I can't even take my own money. No, you can't. You You can't. can't. (laughs) You can't. Not at all. So how did you get into the band then? You, You knew how to play drums. Yep. You yep. did. You didn't. Couldn't go back to your old job because it was gone before this started. Yep. You'd lost your business. So you know what was this? I've got to make some money. Thing I know was running around in your head. So you got a job doing something. Yeah, I, I picked up a job. Uh, you know, back in old body shop, and even long before I even had my shop, I had met Aaron which is my best friend and also uh, guitar and keyboards in Chaser 8, I had met him years ago putzing around with some other musicians. And then over the years, I don't know, we just all, everybody kind of lost touch for a little while. And then he came back around and he, he found me, I found him. I don't even really remember how it happened. And we started messing around again with some music and playing and this and that. And, then uh, I had met Audra, and I know at the time she was looking for a steady drummer. They they always, you know, the, the band themselves, they always played and this and that, but they never had the regular drummer. They always had, hey, you know, you feel like playing drums this weekend at a gig, and whoever it was sat in and played. She wanted to really do to put an official band together with actual members who were always there. And 
she asked me if I was interested, and I jumped at the opportunity to finally be part of something that was structured, determined, had motivation and goals. Goals were the key thing because, you know, uh-huh. in, in, in any kind of recovery, if you don't have goals, if you're just going to wing it every day, you're going to have some serious problems. Okay, let me ask you this, though. This is a band. You're in places where a lot of people are doing drugs, or most rock bands get in those places. How safe is this for you? How do you deal with that? You know, I have my, uh, I have my, like, uh, kind of way I deal with it. For one, I don't usually stick around after the shows. (laughs) Which is smart. You know? I mean, I mean, I might stay, walk through the crowd a little bit, maybe even on occasion I'll have a beer or something like that. But usually, I, I, honestly, I love playing, and I'm very comfortable up on stage. I'm not very comfortable in bars and in clubs. I don't really like it. And if I have my way, like if I happen to drive myself to the gig that night or something like that, if I have my way... As soon as I'm off stage, I pack up my gear, I load it in the van, I walk around, I say goodnight to everybody, and I go And you're, you know, you'll have to just get big enough that you don't play those venues anymore, that it's all <laughs> on stage. That's, that's, yep, that's <laughs> I wish that for you. So, you know, looking back at it, what did you learn, Pete? You know, well, uh, I mean, obviously, we all know, everybody knows, drugs are, that there's nothing good going to come of that. We all know that. But after having everything taken away because of what I did, you know, I was living one way before, and I was living based on how much money I had and the things I could buy and how much, how I could spoil my family and vacations and this and that. I was living, I think, I feel like I was living for the wrong reason. I don't think I was even truly happy because once you have everything taken away from you and all you have left is the people that truly care about you, that's where you need to learn that that's what the happiness needs to be. Yeah. I mean, I have... A very, you know, I mean, I have a, a car. I rent a house now. Uh, I'm not. I, I could live in a one bedroom apartment if I had to. The people that are with me are my true happiness. They are fantastic. It is my family. It is my band. It is my best friend. You know, these are the people that I want to surround myself with because without them, without all these people. What do you What do you have? You got material stuff that yeah, it's just time, stuff. It's just stuff at any given time, and I don't care who you are. At any given time, it can all be taken away. On that yeah. note, I, I want people to think about that because that's a, a powerful thought. You know, it's just stuff. And you can lose it in a moment's notice. On that note, I want to take us to break. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Pete Giannini saying stay tuned. We'll be back with more.
success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Have you ever felt that it's time to get out of the box? Why are you putting that project off? It's already there in your mind. What are you going to do today to change your life tomorrow? Listen for Live Your Life with Melissa Brown. Get ready to expand the capacity of your heart and mind. Move yourself beyond the mundane and get prepared to do what you've been called to do. There is no time like the present, and the whole world is waiting for you. Tune in Monday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Pete Giannini. We've been talking about his travel through crack cocaine addiction, and it was quite a trip, Pete. I can't tell you how grateful I am that you were willing to be so open and share with us um, some of the harder details to discuss, but you're past that now, and I get... Yeah, and when you told me that you started playing drums when you were five, I thought, oh, he has music in his bones. <laughs> so it was not a surprise that you would go into a band because when you have music in your soul, you have music. So yeah. I would assume that that's a great love for you, for you of yours. But do Absolutely. you have any other loves? What are other passions in your life? What do you like to do when you're not playing with the band? And, and are, are you working another job still, or are, are you just playing with the band? No, no. Unfortunately, I still have to hold a normal job. But uh, oh. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't say that my job is one of my loves, that's for sure. I do it because it's, you know, it pays my bills. Um, but as far as, you know, true passions, uh, cooking for me is a big creative, you know, uh, big creative, I, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is, but I, I love it. it it's really, a way you express yourself. Let me guess. Do you cook Italian food? How, what, are you, <laughs> are you, is that because of my last name? <laughs> it could possibly be. What's your favorite thing? Uh, no, I do like cooking Italian. I definitely do. Um, you know, I, I, I'm Italian. I pride myself on my sauce and meatballs and brujol. Mm. 
You know, I, I just, I, I like to cook a bit of everything now. I really do. Uh, you know, simple dishes, good home. I don't want to say heart healthy because I use a ton of butter, you know, uh, but I, I just love cooking. I, I usually do it every night, but my youngest son just came home from culinary college. He, he moved home now. Ah, so, you've got so, another uh, cook in the family. Yeah, yeah. So he's been stepping into my kitchen, which I don't know if I always appreciate that, but, you know, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can let it go. You can let it go. So let's get this straight. You you have a full time job. You 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 cook a lot around home, or you 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 do things, yeah. and you play with the band. So you know what do you do in your spare time? You know, uh, how do you how do you stay balanced? Because it's important for people who have been into addiction to keep some kind of balance in their lives. How do you do that? Well, I mean, you know, I have. I think one key thing is as long as you're staying busy and you're doing something that's positive, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to be doing the same old routine of negative nonsense. You know, a lot of people get off of drugs and their new hobby is going to the bar. I mean, it's defeating the purpose. You know, it really is. It just doesn't, you know, and there's plenty of people that do it, you know, and I know several of them. Oh, yeah, I stopped doing coke. But you're still at the bar four nights a week. I mean, how do you think that's going to end up? They, they don't see it. But, you know, I mean, I, I really occupy a lot of my time. I mean, I do spend a lot of family time, and a lot of that family time is, you know, my butt on a couch and we're watching a movie, which there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I don't, it's not an everyday, all-day thing. You know, I, do my, I go to work in the morning. I play with the band at night. You know, I ride my motorcycle. Uh, during the summer, I'm playing a lot of golf. I love golf. You know, plus cooking and grilling out in the yard, doing yard work. I mean, I'm always, you know, staying, keeping occupied. Just like for a, a teenager, when teenagers get bored, I got mm-hmm. nothing to do. That's like the famous line mm-hmm. of a teenager. Yeah, I'm bored. Oh, well, trouble is not far down the road from that. Because they're going to get bored enough, and they're going to start looking to do things that they really shouldn't be doing. Let me ask you this, and and you you know this may be too personal, but your boys saw you go through all this. You know, did they from that get get the idea that that's not something they ever want to do? How did this impact their own attitude toward drugs? You know, I I know. Uh, you know, I mean, my, I'm not saying caller. did they ever try it. I don't need to know that. Um, no, but, that, <laughs> that I can say. I can say pretty well that they never tried that. That's good. Um, you know, I know the college boy and even my oldest one. You know, college. Of course, you're going to drink your beers. You know, that's that's what college kids do, I guess. Uh, you know, but they. I'm certain they never wanted to go down the road I was on. Because uh, they watched their father just disintegrate into nothing. Even physically, you could look at me and see, holy smokes, you know, you're 65 yeah. pounds lighter than you used to be. You don't look healthy. You look like you're going to die. Yeah, they you probably know, yeah. were thinking, where's my dad? Yeah, yeah. You know, this isn't the guy that married Ma, that's for sure. 
you know. So uh, how they, are they now? Are ha, Have they seen how hard you work to come through it and, you know, what you're like were, now or that you're back? And, and they were there every step of the way, helping, supporting. I mean, you know, wow. we're not, this isn't, don't let me mislead you. This is not a Dr. Phil touchy-feely house. You know, oh, Father, let's sit and discuss this. No, I'm sure it isn't. I mean, you you wouldn't want it that way. Wow, I can't imagine anybody would want it that way. This is more like, you know, this is more like an episode of the the Married with Children around here. I mean, it's just, (laughs) you know, it's two rowdy boys and, you know, but that's, you know, that it makes it exciting. It makes it fun and it makes it very comfortable for any of us to talk about anything. Any subject can come up. It is not taboo. You don't have to, oh, don't talk about that in front of mother. You know, no, talk about it. Speak your mind, you know. And and that's, I prefer it like that. I don't want my kids to be shielded and sheltered from, you know, reality. And, yeah, things, bad things happen out there. It even happened to me. Have they ever come to hear you play? Do they come to hear the band? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They definitely How did don't. that young one ever get on the drums? Did he pursue it? No. No. I think that... I think that <laughs> you got uh, yourself a set of drums, didn't you? That, that, last, that lasted about two weeks. <laughs> I love it. But you got drums back. And in a way, when you got those drums, you got, you got yourself a, a, a new future. Yeah. Yes, the I music did. helped pull you through, is my yep. guess. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. And the band, even the band, the support I get from them, you know, I mean, I was clean for a, a, a short time before I even met Audra and the rest of the band. But I, I even though you're clean, I still didn't have, a, um, especially musically, I didn't have any goals with my music. I didn't have any focus, any, you know, it wasn't going anywhere with, some of the other musicians I played with or anything like that. And when I met them, it was like, all right, we're driven now, focus, and I can just pour emotion into what I'm doing. Fabulous. And, Pete, yes. we're right up at the end of the show. What's the, what's the message you'd like to leave with the listeners today? What would you like to leave them with? Well, it's something I try and, you know, and it doesn't always work because we all have our moments but be kind, be patient, and live well. That is what I try and do for myself. Wow. That's heavy-duty good stuff. Next week's show is going to be me. I'm going to be the guest. We're going to talk about expectations, how to deal with loneliness in a holiday time, all of those kind of things that come up at this time of year. If you want to call in, I certainly welcome your calls next week. Um, would love to have you on the show. Pete, thank you so, so much. I think what you have shared with us today can be an inspiration to anybody, regardless of their age. Um, I, I that, certainly hope so. Yeah, I hope. I, I know so. I, I am so grateful, and I appreciate you so much. 
Um, I want you to tell that beautiful wife of yours, thank you for sticking by you. Uh, I have an idea that you're going to help many, many people in the years to come. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Pete Giannini saying thank you for being with us today. Come back next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.